You are right up my street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go by Toyota. Sponsors T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13. I remember we couldn't remember the word for table. This is your Welcome America, the podcast that explains what the bloody hell Brits are banging on about. In every episode, we translate British pop culture for America. And American pop culture for Britain. You're welcome. welcome. I am Ben. I am Fraser. Fraser like Razor. Hello. Hi. (laughs) It's very strange because I'm in control this week of the recording, so... Uh-oh. I feel like I'm sitting here with a very straight back. Yeah, you you seem very stiff just because you've got one headphone in. Yeah. Can I take it out? Yeah. Okay, cool. The last thing you want to do is do this whole thing and not record it. Mm. I will not do it again. I am not in the mood. <laughs> I'm having a gin and tonic. What are you drinking? I'm drinking an alcohol-free beverage called Hop Water that's claiming to be crafted with adaptogens and nootropics, spelt N O O. T-R-O-P-I-C. Oh, interesting. I thought it was going to be yes. N-U. Yeah. New, literally like new tropics. Like you're saying, no, 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 no <laughs> tropics. And it's claiming that it's got all these things in it that are going to make you feel the kind of benefits and relaxation of alcohol without any alcohol. And? Oh, so far I'm, I'm in the greatest of moods. <laughs> that will turn around when we start talking about drag race. But uh, so far it's not working. Mm, <laughs> I'm oh. still mad as hell. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Mm. Oh my gosh, week 10. We made it. We did it. Looks like (laughs) we made it. Look how far we've come, come, my baby. baby. Who's that? Shania Twain. Oh, is it? Yeah. Still the one I run to. A little leopard print. Hoot. That, uh, That song's one of those cheesy songs that people still have their first dance to at their wedding that I still really like it. Mm. Still the one. Still the one. Oh God, I thought of a good first dance the other day. What was it? It escapes me, but I'll come back. Uh, slot pop. Mm, it, oh no. Oh, I think it was, oh, maybe I was listening to Girls Aloud. Uh, it's sexy. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, um, The Promise. <laughs> Something kind of ooh. <laughs> um, Imagine me barreling onto the dance floor. I've got to heat it up. I've got to, got to heat it up. That'd be fun. Although if you marry a kind of Swiss financier that speaks French, you could have the French version of can't speak French. Perfect. (laughs) Shall we get into this bloody episode? Yeah. So we have an opening montage that I said felt very X Factor guest performance. (laughs) Four million records sold. There was a lot of like... They, the way they kind of glitched everyone's each week runway outfit together. So they were talking about like ginger to start with. And it was like, and each time it glitched, it was like a different ginger look, like walking down the runway. Do you remember the opening of the X Factor, how it was coming from space down to earth? <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Yeah. And it, yeah, it really started with like a like noise, space. didn't it? And, it? and it came down like onto London and then like stamped itself like into the earth. Yeah. How strange was that? Like a comet? Yeah. <laughs> that music used to really fill fill me with like a sense of <laughs> comfort and yeah. and like safety. Like a fun treat's finally arrived. Yeah, I'd like, I feel like I could really settle down knowing I was going to spend the next like two hours just yeah. filled with like rage about something really stupid. Like Dermot, a song choice. Dermot really holding our hands throughout. Yeah, just, oh, that love, that steady, steady hand on the rudder. Yeah. <laughs> Compared to, as, we, as we've talked about at length before, Kate Thornton wearing a butterfly top, finger in her ear, 
struggling with live television. She was always at a butterfly top, wasn't yeah. she? <laughs> Oh, okay. So we have this lovely montage. Yeah. I don't think I watched the montage. It was really nice. It was basically kind of a mashup of all their looks. That, and basically each each queen, the other two queens were talking about them. So when it was Ginger, it was Michael and um, Tamara to start with talking about how great Ginger is. Oh, that's nice. And then, yeah, Michael next and then it's the other two. And then we finish off with a quote from Ginger saying, uh, we're the angels of the North and we're fighting for the crown. That's like very nice little bit of bringing it because they're all from the same place i would have liked an actual shot of the angel of the north <laughs> with one of their heads on it and then it became four <laughs> and all four and then the angel would fly away it's only three of them oh three sorry <laughs> I, I don't know who's in this show what is this show again what are we doing and do you know the three of them of i've seen online are doing a tour at the moment called the angel of the north tour oh that's or nice. angels of the north tour sorry and it's the three of them that's great. Good for them. I mean, we'll get into it, but it really felt like a very genuine friendship between the three of them by the end of this. It was mm-hmm. lovely. Someone I saw yesterday was like, I don't think this season's been very good. I was like, what? I think it's really hard for us to tell because we... We uh, have a good time. We, we have a good time. We kind of are forced to watch it, not, not by anyone apart from ourselves, but also really talk about it in like detail. And I always feel, because of that, I get very fond of the gals that we've been like right. talking about. So I don't know if I have any perspective anymore. That's fair. Like not everyone like has the, the macarena jokes that we do. Exactly. It's like, when I, when I'm watching it, I'm thinking about all of the things I want to talk to you about or like the stupid things. Exactly. Yeah. So, but I, I think this has been a great series. I think this has been, it's been like a very high talent series. I think in terms of like genuine, having like the biggest amount of people that could have got to the final. Well, yeah, I think you and producer Bree said originally you don't really know who's going to get through or not, who's going to make it to the final. And now we're there. It's three lovely people who are all very good. Yeah, three very deserving gals. Mm. So deserving angels in the north. Okay, yes, what's going on? Well, (laughs) they come back after Dee Dee's elimination and Tamara is just screaming. And then did you notice in her interview, she achieved final form? She did. She got up out of her seat and went (laughs) up to the camera. (laughs) Those lips were pressed right through my, my TV screen and right out the other side. I know, I was very excited when that happened. I thought Fraser's has got a lot to say about that. <laughs> yeah, we've got Michael running around the room. Ginger says at this point that she found Dee Dee annoying at first yeah. when they first met, but she's only 20. <laughs> and he's like, I was really annoying when I was 20. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so she says she's actually the, uh, the kindest, uh, sweetest, most talented person. Yeah. I was like, thank God they're giving her her... Her do. Her do. Yeah. And actually, um, I think Tamara says it as well, doesn't she? So she's like, oh, she really left in like a great, she left in like a really good, like positive exit. Yeah. Despite some people trying to take her down. We'll get to that. Can we talk about the fact that Tamara's <laughs> shoes are sellotaped on? <laughs> I love, love that. It's such like a drag that's just drag isn't it like yeah just the solution is they just need to be taped onto my feet so <laughs> yeah it's like it's, it's that thing of like you think they think you think in your head well the easiest thing to do is just fucking sellotape these to my feet and she's just like she's wrapped it right i can really imagine her getting someone to gaffer those onto her toot trotters for her <laughs> trotters or tootsies also i like to think that when she walks around post lip sync they're a little loose so it's kind of like a crinkle noise yes yeah. <laughs> okay uh then the three of them have a bit of a fun chat where they're like, 
Ah, Vicky Vivacious. <laughs> Love this. It really reminded me of when something, something's gone down with your friendship group and then that person leaves and you finally yeah. get a chance to be like, oh my God. Yeah. Or something happens at work and then that person leaves and you're like, oh my God. Can you believe she's that? Yeah, yeah, it's so good. Yeah, well, that's it. So Ginger says she was kind of, she was so angry. She was really mad. And he's like, you could even see it in her hair. It was all frazzled with madness. And Michael says that was a, a straight human 30 inch unit when she walked in about her wig and it frazzled up. <laughs> at this point, because I was watching this with our friend Teddy, at this point, I laughed out loud at Michael's joke. Uh-huh. And I looked over and Teddy was just completely like, he had like a vague smile on his face, like a bit like he was hearing a joke in a foreign language. <laughs> and I said, did you understand what anyone just said? And he's like, I really haven't understood a word since they've walked back into the room. Wow. He's like, I understand their interviews, but he's like, I don't understand what the three of them are saying. So I had to put the subtitles on for him. And they they use, they write the words in a Northern accent on the subtitles. Oh, that's fun. They Every time one of them said myself, it was spelled M-E-self. Myself. Myself. Yeah. <laughs> the BBC have been busy. The, they also completely messed up quite a few things that they said. <laughs> the Northern Department and the BBC have been busy. And then at some at one point here, someone says, my fanny's on fire. And then a fire graphic engulfs the, the screen. Who was that? I think that was... I think that was... Could have been Tamara. any of them. I, I'm not sure. Who knows? They really went all out because at this point they had a fake fight with um, like slapping sound effects. Yes. They gave them every single sound effect they hadn't used from soundeffectslibrary.com or whatever the, the BBC music library is. Mm-hmm. They'd used every single free one that they possibly could. And um, oh, it's also worth saying that I had a moment where I couldn't... I was listening back to the last episode when I was editing. Mm-hmm. And I didn't remember you saying, it was when you were talking about uh, Tamara's roast and you were like, at one point she just threatens Rue. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. And in her like clip package at the top, they really like isolated that moment. She's like, if you don't give me the fucking, the fucking crown, I'm going to fucking kill you. I was like, oh yeah, she really did directly threaten RuPaul, which is really funny. <laughs> yeah. Right. Next day, should we get into that? You wear it well. Lipstick, wig, and a top. I don't know why that came into my head because it's not playing when they walk in the walkroom. No. The walkroom? Walkroom. <sighs> your, your hops haven't kicked in, have they? <laughs> your fake hops. I feel like they're dragging me down, if anything. <laughs> it's just like one of those CBD drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly Fraser floats <laughs> off into space. He's floating in space and he passes the X Factor logo. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> The girls allowed untouchable music yeah, video. They, they spin by. <laughs> There's E.T. Who else is there? Maybe Kylie. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, so Ginger kind of says that she's feeling very emotional. And uh, she's been trying to keep a lid on her emotions the whole time. But she said she's overcome with love for the other two. That's that nice. was really nice. And they're like three Georgies in the final. Oh, yeah. Michael says the Northeast is going to go off. There's going to be statues, holidays, People are going to be getting fucking mortal. 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 Me and Teddy said that a million times as well. Fucking mortal. And then I went into a very long discussion with him about Geordie Shaw and how oh. it's the most terrifying version of Jersey Shore you've ever seen. No, but no, because do you remember The Valleys? Um, the Valleys was really disturbing. The Valleys was so extreme. It was essentially Welsh, Jersey, Geordie Shore. Yeah. But it was so extreme that it was properly terrifying yeah i i was scared for everyone involved in that show everyone in it everyone making it yeah the viewers whales whales (laughs) right okay about who knows (laughs) right 
Ginger's emotional. We've got all sorts going on. So we get the Rue message. Who knows what it is? Now, I did laugh when when Rue was doing, does her like line that she does about, your majesty, right? You see them walking across and you don't see her, but you hear Tamara off camera going, yeah, I'm ready to die. (laughs) I was like, she really is, she really does eke out every single moment that she can from the show. And it, but not in a way that seems at all performative. Yeah. Like, you know that if there was no cameras there, she's in her kitchen. She would be doing that exact same thing. Yeah. (laughs) So they find out that they're going to be making the video for spotlight i don't like living under your spotlight i don't remember the rest of the lyrics (laughs) um maximum security is that you is that you is that you she says maximum security i think that was always one of those lines i just kind of went man is that you is that you my baby, my baby, my baby, my baby, <laughs> my You're beautiful because you love me. Love me, love me. Say oh that you love me. It's me against the music. No, okay, let's stop. Music makes the people <laughs> come, come together. together. Dream about us together again. <laughs> oh, oh, that's just the Euroccam America mega mix that we've got in the works. Rue's in her PJs again. She is. Do you notice in her PJ, she's got pound signs? It had multiple, I think it had, I saw a yen symbol in oh, there as well. It was like a... Maybe a euro? Yeah, like a, every every kind of denomination. Actually, I'm, I'm actually looking at it right now. Peseta? Frank? <laughs> Could not see a peseta. <laughs> I did forget that Michael Marulli's in a fleece again. This really is the season of the fleece. Comfy. I was in Sweet Greens today. Just a sweet green, green or a beautiful nightmare. nightmare. Sweet Green, my <laughs> LAX. And they have a really insufferable but clever, I guess, neon sign that it's like, uh, oh my God, <laughs> I can't believe I don't remember it. Winter, spring, summer, fall. And it lights up depending what season it is. It said it was fall. It's not autumn right now, is it? When does winter? winter start? That's what that was my question. I feel like there's some kind of solstice we should know about. That maybe oh, there's the winter equinox. There we go. It must start at the winter equinox. Oh, December 21st. Equinox. Equinox. Okay. Which one's American? Which one's British? Equinox is American. Equinox is, is yeah. us. Okay. Is us. And what is Scotland? Ecky. Oh my God, do you know what an ecky is? <laughs> no. It's an ecstasy. Ecstasy pill. <laughs> You've got your ecky pills. <laughs> oh God, we're still at the room hill. <laughs> Your hops have kicked in. Okay. What is happening? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay. So, right. That's it. Maxi challenge. That's what we're doing. So, yeah, they're going to be writing and recording their own lyrics and starring as sexy cat burglars in the music video for Spotlight, the remix. Okay. We didn't say the remix. Uh, And they're going to be learning some sexy choreography with choreographer Claude Marnetto. And uh, they're going to then spill the tea with Rue and Michelle and the Tic Tac lunch. Mm -hmm. Sure. Question for you. This... Words of wisdom, coats are for shoplifting. What's that from? That was the, do you remember they did the, like the panel at the, the Rue Masterclass uh, challenge. Remember that? Oh yeah. And it was the three of them. It was the three Northern girls. And remember tomorrow was in that coat and they were doing it like a Northern night out guide. Oh, that's right. And they right. made them all chant, remember coats are for shoplifting. Got it, got it, got it, got See, it. See, again, I'm going to keep talking about Teddy because I watched this with him, but Teddy was visibly noticed what I've been banging on about this whole time. Which is? What you've been banging on about? (laughs) Which is that Rue is way more like playful and having like so much more fun and just being seemingly like acting 
you know, not just going through the motions of doing Drag Race, like yeah. having a, a laugh. Having a la- LAF. Because she said, what is that from? And I said, oh, it's like a line that the three of them used in the in some challenge weeks ago. And he was like, what, is she saying it now? It's like, even if they scripted it, like it it was delivered in a way that felt very like, she's like, oh, you, you gals are fun. I think she's, I wonder if it's just she's been doing US for so long, that feels like a job. Yeah. Whereas this, and also because... Because Ruse is American, there's still like really delightful things that yeah. tickles her like tickety-boo. Novelty. Yeah. Well, and I, you know, I always say it, but I think she likes the scrappy kind of, the scrappy humor of the UK show a little bit more than, I feel like Drag Race Prime has become quite a slick yeah. kind of expensive fashion show. Yeah. Whereas the UK is real bunch of ragtags <laughs> in crazy clown makeup, kind of screaming in really weird accents. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Okay, so they start off writing some lyrics for this challenge. Do you notice they started calling Ginger jean I, I, I literally was like, Tamara stole, uh, that's how we, we were calling it, jean yeah. And Tamara says this is the first time they've done a music video on UK Drag Race as the finale thing. I was like, oh yeah, that's right. What do they normally do? I couldn't tell you. <laughs> well, they, I think they normally do like a live performance, which is music video like busts out into a live performance sure does sure does we'll get there and <laughs> um, michael talks about you know his lyrics are all going to be about finding the spotlight but he's like i just i don't know how to put it into, the, into words and ginger says well that's the challenge <laughs> now we've discussed this quite a few times over what? the years what, but what, what 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 where do you think those generic mp3 players have come from i think we've talked about argos quite argos. a lot if argos still exists <laughs> <laughs> well, where, where are we fi- where are we shooting this right now? Where are we? Manchester. We no, but we're not Manchester anymore. Remember? Oh God, we keep now in we London. Are. Oh, okay. Oh, do you think these days in TV they have to order everything from Amazon because Argos doesn't exist? Oh, maybe does Argos not exist? It must do. I know they stopped that physical catalogue a number of years ago. <laughs> Wait, what happens when you go into an Argos store? Hang on. Do they not still have those little bingo pencils? You know what I mean? <laughs> I think a while ago the that that did move into a kind of an iPad. Oh, okay. Into a touchscreen territory. I don't think you still wrote down things on bingo pencils. I don't think so. <laughs> Let us know in the UK. Tell us what's happening with Argos. I've Googled. I'm on the Argos website and it's not really answering any questions for me. Mm, okay. So when you go into the Argos website, it doesn't just say, yep, we're still here. Yeah, it really doesn't. Oh my God. Do you remember, the, do you remember how much like Argos jewelry really became like a thing? What do you mean? There was like, a, I think it was, was it called Elizabeth Duke? That yeah. was like when everyone, people were very snobby about people wearing Elizabeth Duke. I remember a friend of, mm, I, actually, they'll never listen to this. A friend of mine had a boyfriend at school and he got her a ring and I think it said love on it, like across the top of it. And it was like a Elizabeth Duke one. And it was so disgusting. It had like fake, like cheap diamonds encrusted in it and she didn't want to wear it. And we all called it the Ming ring. The Ming but, ring. Behind his back. Yeah, but how cool would that ring be now? Oh yeah, no, it'd be great. Like she could, she could, yeah. I think it's probably disintegrated into sand at this point. <laughs> okay, got it. <laughs> okay, so what the right lyrics. <laughs> now, should we go to the Tic Tacs? Oh, yeah. So we're going to do the, the What's the Tea, Tic Tac, Rua Michelle sit-down chat. It's been lots of things over the years. The Tic Tac kickback. Yeah, it's just like, it's basically the sit down and cry. Make us laugh, then cry. So Ginger is up first, and he talks about growing up in a rural place. And he said that he was very self-destructive until up until he was about 30, which I thought was interesting. He wasn't really accepting of himself. Yeah. I just wrote uni in capital letters. Uni. He did just say uni at said, one oh, point. You know, well, 18, you know, when I when I moved away for uni, I just thought, uni. uni. 
And then he now lives... Michael says that you and me talk about uni all the time on this podcast. I don't think we say uni, though, that much. I think I do. Yeah, you do. You're you reek of uni. I'm a real uni student. <laughs> yeah. A real ex-uni student. That's like one of your... your if, if you were a character being written up, like one of the buzzwords would be yeah. uni. Yeah, uni. Uh, mixed race. <laughs> uni. <laughs> Norwich. Norwich. Um... <laughs> Um, marble lights uh, menthols oh marble menthols marble menthols um rue says she's surprised at how young ginger looks compared to ginger johnson oh the oh yeah it's like rue seeing ginger for the first time yeah like, oh, you're a lot, a lot younger than ginger aren't you ginger. yeah yeah ginger <laughs> the drag ginger is an older creature she's an older gal older definitely gal. so yeah then... and they kind of set up the surprise they say like oh you know who's who's supporting you back at home and Ginger's like, oh, my partner and my cats. And who comes out? Partner Ben. Okay, so Ben <laughs> comes out. And Ben said that uh, Ginger, they thought that Ginger would either go home first or last. This was a really cool kind of, they don't they don't really ever do this on oh, Drag yeah, Race. Like have someone before. from home coming in and, and being able to tell them, oh, I've like, like their partner, like Ben was like, oh, you've got three badges. And then yeah. Ginger's like, oh yeah, I won Snatch Game. And they were like, oh my God, it's amazing. Yeah. It was a really cool, like mini kind of celebration moment for them, which it, I really liked. It was fun. And I loved how Ben said, yeah, I just want them to never, I just want Ginger to never do this again. We've had no contact yeah. for weeks. I liked their whole look, Ben. It was very, oh, uh, yeah. I said it was very like the Veronica's. The Veronica's. <laughs> you know what I mean? Next up is Michael. Maruli. I wrote, I love this look on Michael. It's terrible. She's wearing fisting gloves. Terrible. Now, in week one, I would have been, I would have been, I would have torn this look to shreds. But now that I love Michael so much, I'm yeah. like, this is fine. Literally, my notes are, I love this look. It's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's wearing like a, what's it like a uh, kind of knockoff? What's that print? Is it? It's like a. That's like a print from like a designer, right? Is it a Louis chains. Vuitton or something? Like a, yeah, like a Louis Vuitton or something like that. But it's clearly just kind of thrown together from some fabric. I, I, I hate it and I love it. Totally. So Michael does Oh my god Michael's story Yeah So he said that He ran away from home When he was 16 Because he was terrified Of coming out to His parents Yeah And then He got back in touch With them Wait what happened next In the story It was like a long period of time That he was saying That they he moved to Gran Canaria Which they were calling it Gran Canaria The whole conversation I don't know if you noticed that And right. Uh yeah, I didn't. I didn't get the exact period of time, but he basically said he reconnected with his parents after quite a few years of like hiding from them and avoiding them, and they basically were like, "Oh, we were just waiting for you to like to come for to you come to home. come out, and yeah, for you to come out, and we just didn't want to like put any pressure on you." And oh. it was all it was all in his head, but like it's just you you know how you can get to that point. It's so scary. Also, because he was saying he grew up in in the north in a yeah. place where. It wasn't acceptable to be him. Yeah. Oh, and that was his big regret. Oh, and then there was a great moment. There was a great line about, you got to remember to fight, yeah. fight, <laughs> fight for this love. Because yeah. that's just after Michael says he's from Newcastle. He says something about Cheryl. I'll come from, come from the same place as Cheryl Cole. <laughs> but I love that. Uh, even if it was fed to ruin her ear, she pulled it off with. A plum. No, remember Rue loves a really weird remix of Fight for the oh, Love. Oh, yes, of course, from, yeah, you're right. It's like, <laughs> what is this remix? So then, who's the surprise for Michael? Michael's partner, Philip, trots out. 
I said that if you would ask me to sketch this person, I could have almost sketched him from mem- like from memory, even though I didn't have it. This is exactly who I thought was going to come out. I wrote that Philip is exactly who I'd hoped he'd be. <laughs> yes, I literally said I'm exactly. This is exactly what I was hoping to see. Is what yeah. I wrote down. Oh, he's Irish. He's Irish. He's he's got some gorgeous giant white teeth, some insane contacts, <laughs> and he is so tanned that next to Michael, Michael literally looks like. He looks a genteel, yeah. like pale man. To use a Scottish <laughs> phrase, Michael looks a bit peely wally. Yeah. <laughs> looks a bit sickly next to him. <laughs> They're very sweet. He's also wearing very tight ripped jeans. I just, I loved everything that um, Michael had to, that, that Philip had to offer. I really mm. did. And when they walked off at the end, you could just hear Michael say, "What are you doing here?" Yeah. <laughs> then uh, finally, Tamara had her chat, and it opens with. Uh, them saying did you expect to be here in the final three and she just goes yeah (laughs) (laughs) i loved um tamara's backstory about saying that she didn't let herself watch drag race for so long because she just knew as soon as she watched she'd be like that's it that's what i'm doing (laughs) i know she's just out the corner of her eye was just like seeing drag race things being like no don't do it yeah and then she finally was like i've only got one life i'm gonna do it and then she talks about how uh her parents thought that they'd got things mixed up as kids because her sister loved fishing <laughs> and that she was said she was driving around in a little car doing like with her nails done like doing her makeup fake makeup in like the wing mirror of her little toy car <laughs> it was so cute now who came out for tamara sharon sharon what a woman sharon tamara called her mum sharon a crazy bastard yeah <laughs> she says and as she's calling her a crazy bastard yeah. you hear sharon be like stop swearing oh <laughs> and i like how I, the two of them just kept making eye contact and like cracking up yeah. they were just like laughing their heads off <laughs> and then to, uh, sharon said that tamara she kind of knew what was going on with tamara because she used to wear tights underneath her school clothes <laughs> she used to wear her tights. Yeah, her tights underneath a full school uniform. That is so funny. Oh God, that's going to get hot, isn't it? <laughs> As someone that's always too hot, that really fills me with dread. And then Rue's <laughs> saying to Sharon, is there anything you'd like to say to Tamara? And Sharon says, yeah, lots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she kind of mutters under her breath, I'm going to go and drink a bottle of wine now. As they're leaving. Did you hear Sharon oh, yeah. say that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they, they trot out and uh, Tamara says, come on, Shazza. Shazza. And I just thought, I bet it's really fun in Tamara's household. I would love to have a, a few bottles of... Uh, vino. Vino. A couple of bottles of Whispering Angel over at Tamara's house. Yeah. That'd be really fun. But it's very... I bet they've got some real double glazing, but it's very hot. I was about to say... I literally... I was going to say, I could imagine just sweating because I'm like cozy, but also a little too hot in the, even in the winter being like, oof. Yeah. Just thick, crack a door here. A thick carpet, but there's a Glade plug in every available socket. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, a literal warm northern house. Yeah. Ah, oh. Lovely. Okay, so next up, we're going to do the music video shoot for Spotlight. Michael looks so cool. Yeah. Looks like an alien. Yeah, I, I think I think he looks the best. That's yeah. what, that was in my notes. Really like, a, I said, yeah, like an alien pony. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, this, this, this set. Oh, this talk set. About it? No, I was going to talk about Claudemore. Claudemore. <laughs> Claudemore. Yeah. You call him Claudemore. Claudemore like he's from one of your shows. <laughs> One of your fantasy shows with the dragons and the horses and the mountains. This set. (laughs) Like they did like a pan around the set and Mm. Teddy just said to me, Ooh, this doesn't look good, does it? I was also very confused later on when they played the video. I was like, what? Am I looking at like 
the rushes. Am I looking at the I raw did, footage? I did feel there wasn't even a grade had been put over that to use a TV term. Yeah, it needed a filter. It needed, something. A, it needed a couple of filters. Very strange. <laughs> felt very real time, didn't yeah. it? <laughs> like we were I, looking through a window and seeing it happening. I, I felt like that's what they could have played back in the studio, but right. in <laughs> post for us, <laughs> yeah, it yeah. would have had more of a sheen to it. So Ginger's struggling. In her tinsel wig. Has a fun tail though. Did you see that? Yeah. I like the, and the bottom of her outfit was kind of like a harness, like an alien. Yeah. She had like an alien harness or like chaps, mm. like the top of a pair of chaps with like an alien tail attached to it. Very odd. I liked it. And uh, Tamara looks like Kyle Richards. Yes. <laughs> Doing a Demi Moore kind of drag look. Mm-hmm. Tamara's really going for it in a cage at one point. Yeah. I said that they do the lightest of clown edits for Ginger. As yeah. in like, a do, 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 do. That's like the normal thing. But I felt like this one was like, do, 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 do. And then it was like, da, 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 da. you wear it well. Uh, and then uh, it was like completely, uh, they were like, we're going to just lightly show one person ever so slightly struggling, but not really. Yeah. <laughs> I love that cage that was getting spun around. That looks really fun. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the entrapment lasers. Oh my god! <laughs> Why was there no reference to Britney's toxic? Like they, ref- they kept saying all these other references, and I, I was like, the, "Like toxic." Yeah, I loved the entrapment reference. I haven't watched that film for a really long time. I I believe that my the last time I saw it, I was quite shocked by how. I mean, I shouldn't have been shocked, but like Sean Connery's really like misogynistic and kind of horrible in it, and I think he's meant to be playing a criminal, but like. I just, you watch it back now and you're like, ooh, this is a weird movie with like a young, sexy woman and this like crazy old man being rude to her. I don't think I've seen Entrapment. Oh, shit. Yeah, we should watch that. You just know that one scene with the the strings and her blindfolded, like doing the lasers. Y- yes. As a reference, right? Yes. But yeah. It is what they're calling Coronation Day. Yeah. I felt like in general, that music video edit was done in a real kind of strategic we didn't really get shown anyone doing... It, it kind of showed everyone doing well, didn't it? Well, yeah, but why wouldn't they? Yeah. They're all good. Uh, Tamara announces, uh, she says, what the flying cat is going to happen? What? I don't know. And then they play a little round of uh, Toot or Boot, which is uh, Raven and uh, Raja's long-running uh, YouTube show that where they toot or boot the looks of each Drag oh, that's Race fun. episode. So and... they liked they liked Banksy's leopard print ski outfit. Yeah, look. they tooted that, mm-hmm. and actually, it was nice to see it again. It was pretty amazing. It was I'd forgotten about yeah. that. And then they booted <laughs> Naomi's design challenge, which wasn't that bad. No, but they. It, I feel like everyone's in on the joke with that one, including Naomi. What? what... And then Ma- Michael did that really good impression of her. It's like, oh no, this is just what I made. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Michael's impressions are excellent. Yeah, she did. She does an amazing Vicky impression. Oh my god. Um, so they talk about kind of, uh, they're getting ready and they talk about first, their first impressions of each other. And Ginger says she thought tomorrow was a loudmouth bitch. And she's like, well, you, you know, you're loudmouth, but you're not a bitch. You're a really nice person. Yeah. And tomorrow just goes, oh, thanks, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Michael didn't think Ginger would go far. Yeah. And turns out Ginger didn't think Michael would go far. So yeah. there we are. And it does feel a little bit like Michael and Ginger have a real, a slightly extra bit of connection than with Tamara, even though they seem to love her. There was a moment yeah. where they were just looking at each other saying, you know, we're, we're basically soulmates. Yeah. <laughs> You're old, I'm old. Yeah. And then they're all just like, yeah, Michael starts doing an impression of Vicky and they're all just like cackling. And Tamara says in an interview, she goes, you can't beat a nice bit of Northern banter. And I was like, 
She's right. Yeah, you she can't. Right. You can't beat it. Wonder how Vicky's reacting to all of this. Oh, not well. Do we? Have you seen anything? Do you no, know? But you can imagine. It's like yeah. Imagine her at home holding like a cup. That she's just crushing in her hand. Well, she's on a cruise ship somewhere. <laughs> so they do. A, they do a big kind of group hug. It's really sweet. They're just like. It's a very kind of. You can really feel how excited they are that they're all from the same place mm-hmm. and in this together. It's it's really cool. And then they, this this scene closes out with just an extreme close up of a nipple on a set of like breastplate tits that are just laying out. Do you notice that? No, I didn't see that. <laughs> it's wild. So let's get to the main stage. What's Rue wearing? How did you describe this look? Sue Paul is wearing. I've just written <laughs> Rue is in latex. I said Rue looks amazing in a pink shiny slut dress and long black gloves. I couldn't really think of a way to describe it. It was kind of like a liquidy looking yeah. slot dress. It's the only word I can think to describe that. And I mean that, as we know, with as a huge compliment and not an insult. Yeah. Like slot is a great word to Did me. you call me a slut? Yeah. Yeah, you too. Yeah. Thanks, babes. So Treat me like a slut. Um, Michelle looks great. Yeah. Michelle's just like stuck in the 1980s in space this whole season. Yeah, yeah she kind of looks like a, she's in the fifth element in this episode. Yeah. She looks like Chris Rock in The Fifth Element, actually. <laughs> and then there's Graham. Graham reveals that he won Rear of the Year in the year 2000. I think he won it because it was a male and a female one. I feel like he was in it the same year as someone, I want to say the words Nell McAndrew. I don't know. You and me have definitely gone down a Rear of the Year uh, thing yeah, before, right? Definitely. We've looked at the Wikipedia for it. Does so it that, still exist? Uh, no, the last one was in 2019, <laughs> where it was won by Amanda Holden and Andy Murray. Okay. Um, okay, I'm going to read some of the Rear of the Year winners. So, hang on. Graham Norton won it in the year 2000. Oh, it was Jane Danson. She's from uh, Coronation Street. She's a long-running Coronation Street. Uh, okay, I'm going to... Oh, Nell McAndrew did win it in 2005. She won it with Will Young. Oh, that's fair. Homophobic. Rachel Stevens and Russell Watson won together in the year 2009. Russell Watson. There's some, some of these names, Ricky Whittle, some of these names are really just flying out at me here. Ricky Whittle. Wow. This is, this is great. I think Carol Vorderman's won it more than one time. In 2014, she won it with Ollie Mers. Ugh. 2015, Kim Marsh and Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, rear of the year. Oh, and then Alan. Alan says something, doesn't he? I can't remember what. Oh, Alan's is that he was voted... He, one of the strangest thing he'd ever won was a poll about the celebrity that most people wanted to see turned into a gnome. Yeah. And then he said he'd won the nation's hearts. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. So we get the music video for Spotlight, the remix. As we've already said, it looks like raw footage. Yeah. yeah. Flung Un- together. Ungraded raw footage. I thought that, I think that they each, they each had a different strength. I thought that Tamara looked the best and mm-hmm. kind of danced the best. I thought Ginger was the funniest. And then Michael was maybe the best all-rounder. That's fair. Like a solid kind of, yeah, bit of both. I love how Rue's bit was just pre-taped from the Rue mail yeah, section. Oh, perfect. I, I feel like that wasn't even her lip syncing to the, I feel like that was all like... What they they, they, they put in... Yeah. It's like, Raven, can you just do... Yeah. Can we use your completely, lips? Completely, completely. I loved uh, Matthew Maruli's line, you know me, Matt Maruli. Mike Maruli. Mike Maruli. Oh my God. I still don't know their names. Matt Maruli, I've written here. But Matt Maruli, our new friend, uh, is performing with an American accent. Yeah. Mm. They, they all were actually, apart from yeah. Ginger was the only one that did her real accent. Yeah, that was a bit weird. It was a bit strange. Um, 
And then obviously the best bit of the music video is where they all kind of light some TNT, some kind of Roadrunner style <laughs> Looney <laughs> Tunes TNT. And the, the vault door blew off in a CGI extravaganza that then revealed the kind of blown open vault door on the main stage and them kind of strutting out. And all the old gals are there, aren't they? they are. Caramel, still not there. No, Caramel's still not well. They must have filmed everything really bunched together for these episodes. Yeah. And they came out and did like a dance break. It was fun. Yeah. Um, what are we talking about? So, <laughs> oh, they did a dance break. Mm-hmm. And I said, I, I said here, I was very happy to see Dee Dee and Kate again. Yeah. And I thought Banks had very cool yeah. leather belts look. Yeah. So let's do the runway, which is grand finale, ex- eleganza, so it's extravaganza, either or. Dripping in jewels. Dripping in jewels. Colon. Dripping in jewels. Dripping in jewels. So who's that first? Remember everyone's name? No, can you, I just read a few notes here. You do it, please. <laughs> Up first is Alexis St. Pete. Cool. Um, she looks nice. She's wearing like a short, this short sparkly kind of silver diamondy little dress, but she's got this kind of big poofy cape, which is in like a lovely royal blue with the like black and white kind of almost, you know, Dalmatian fur bit around the edge. And then the inside was like gold lined. It was really nice. Oh. Really cool. It's really nice. It was. All right. Who's next? I loved Naomi's look. So she was in that half kind of, it was a dress that went down the middle with two different colors on either side. That was fine. With the, like the feathers at the top. And she said, it's, it's inspired by the two different colors from Beyonce crazy in love outfit. <laughs> and then I just really liked at this point, uh, Rue made like a joke. I think it was something about how she was oh, yeah. a hooker on Sesame street. And, uh, Naomi just goes, stop make me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I'm trying to walk here. Stop making me laugh. That was nice. Yeah, lovely moment. Not sure what Banksy was dressed as. I said fashion bat, fashion ant. And then she says that she's a fly around shit. Close. Like fashion fly. There you go. Teddy really didn't like that look. He would not stop mentioning how much he didn't like it. Okay, I don't like his look. Teddy under the bus. (laughs) (laughs) Vicky's in her Marilyn Monroe fantasy. Dot, dot, dot. Sure, fine, whatever. Just read you my notes verbatim. Great. Kate comes out. She's wearing a big old gold flower on her head. And she says it's uh, inspired by the flag of Derbyshire. That has a big kind of gold something kind of flower on it. And she says, she says, well, I finally worked out how to do my makeup. <laughs> Did you notice that all the VO has clearly been recorded remotely? They've all, because the sound was so weird. But they cut here. to interview for some of them. Yeah, but those interviews... I don't think they were... I think there were interviews about other parts of the season. Oh, you think so? Oh, yeah. you think they then cut to the... Okay. Because maybe it, they got them to record them on their phone. Yeah, because it was suddenly like... Oh, it's very weird. <laughs> and then um, Dee Dee comes out and she's in a kind of slutty green and nude, very like high drag look. That's how I describe this. I think she almost... Dee Dee almost has like a... From what I've learned watching Drag Race and watching other things and listening to things, I don't, you know, I don't know what I'm talking about completely, but she has almost like a, in America, like a Southern, like a Texas high drag kind of aesthetic, that very like, mm-hmm. I can't, I don't know if I want to, I'm not really articulating myself very well, but I think she does high drag, like very. Like a glam high drag. Like every piece, everything is like in its place and, yeah. and she's pretty like polished. Did we talk about? She, uh, Dee Dee. Fair. She's wearing that kind of fluorescent thing with the nude like tits out. Yeah. And then she just does a, uh, at the end of it, she, uh, she just looks, I mean, I'm going to have to do it for you in person, but she's standing right in front of them and she just looks down at her tit and goes and looks at Rue and Rue just fucking cracked up and she just walked off the stage. Yeah, it was good. Well, okay. So then we get the, the kind of 
final three come out in their looks. Okay, so Ginger comes out in a glitzy matador look. It's pretty cool. Do you see what's on her feet? What's she wearing? Like a belly pump? What's she wearing? She's wearing like a nude heel. Oh. I wasn't so sure about the shoe. But um, no, she, it was it was a fun look. And, and she does a very good job also talking about it later, I think. But yeah. I mean, it could have done with. How about we just throw in a little, like a little belt that has a massive long train to it. Yeah, definitely. Like a gauzy train. Yeah. Or yes, for like, for the, for the beauty and the glamour of it. Or what would have been really funny, I think, is if she'd pulled out like a tiny little red flag for like a bull. Oh, like a tiny one, and just been like, yeah. But this isn't about. No, I know it's not about being funny. Yeah, but yeah, it, it, it did need it needed a little bit, maybe a touch more flair to it for a what finale a, look. What about she walks halfway down the runway and then she pulls a little thing at her back, and the train just goes and it rolls out. Oh, wow! And then she just walks and it gets longer and longer. Yeah, that would be nice. There you go. <laughs> and then what is Michael dressed as? Michael's. T- I loved it. Like an iridescent ice look. Yeah, it's kind of, I said it was very, I've written the word slut a lot in this. I said a kind of slutty Elsa from Frozen, Ice Princess, mixed with the Dilophosaurus from Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Finally, it's Tamara, gone for like an old Hollywood look. Diamond flapper with like long black gloves, puffy back and black heels. It's pretty great. Yeah, she looked very Chicago. Oh, very okay. Roxy Hart. Oh. Um, Teddy at this point said she, and, and he was right, and it didn't make any sense. She looked like Emily Blunt. <laughs> and he said it, and I was like, I looked, I was looking at him, and I was like, what? And I looked at the screen, and I was like, oh my God, it's Emily Blunt. She really somehow just looked like her. And then I really liked, I think Graham made this joke, because she looked very old Hollywood, like she was in a film noir. He said, uh, dial H for Hartleypool. That's good. It really made me laugh. That's good. There's a lot of Hartleypool jokes <laughs> yeah. in this. Shall we do some critiques? Right. Yeah, let's right. do it. Now, obviously, these critiques aren't that exciting because it's like, you're great, you're great, you're great. So Ginger, she talks about the fact that she's dressed like a matador, a bullfighting look. She has a whole analogy about this. Can you yeah. talk me through it, please? So she says it's it's a reflection of her relationship with herself, which is kind of fighting yourself, I think is the right. idea. And she kind of tied it all together really nicely by saying, much like bullfighting, I'm going to leave all that stuff in the, that stuff should all be left in the past. So she even makes kind of a political statement about bullfighting being a cruel sport, which yeah. is kind of a, it's very smart. Yeah, it is smart. It kind of makes that outfit a little bulletproof and for criticism as well. Mm. It's double, it's, it's all very well done. Well, like when someone dresses like their, uh, their heritage. Yeah. And they're kind of untouchable. <laughs> it's like, damn it. Yeah, exactly. I love it. And then in general, there are overall comments. They're talking about stuff from throughout the season and they reference in particular her, armless dress that yes. she wore and then someone said no one would think of it because it's a terrible yeah. idea yeah graham says he's gonna see it in his dreams and his nightmares <laughs> <laughs> oh and he also said that uh she looked like a society hostess a society hostess uh holding a cat holding a charity gala with a spanish theme, <laughs> the spanish theme. <laughs> i was like should it's just spanish, spanish theme. theme yeah we got paella yeah paella right paella p-i-e We'll have have sangria (laughs) and then we'll just should we do the bullfighting oh no we can't do that anymore right we won't do that just do some spanish dancing spanish canastas (laughs) flamenco and canastas (laughs) (gasps) shit i've dropped the sangria on me i won't come out it stains we've only got soul that's mexican it's fine it's the same thing (laughs) racism it's both spanishy dead spanishy spanishy (laughs) terracotta tiles 
Okay. <laughs> so next up is Michael. They're saying that Michael, in general, sort of bridges the gap between old school and new school drag. And actually, yeah. Yeah, those are, and those were her lyrics, right, for the... They were yes. that was in her rap. Someone says that she looks like Estonia's entry into Eurovision. Oh, that was the most perfect description. <laughs> there was something, I think that costume, oh, that costume, that outfit, it was both incredibly expensive and cheap looking at the same time and kind of... That's kind of tomorrow. It's, no, sorry, kind of Michael. Yeah, and it was like, the, she was so smart. The way that they're lit, that outfit like was just like a... It was hard to not look at because it was so kind of iridescent and like yeah. she was kind of sparkling even when she, there was nothing happening. I yeah. just thought it was a really good move. It's just a really good move. And then did you see how big her earrings were? Mm-mm. They were the big biggest drag earrings I've ever seen. Oh, yes. And then yes. She, had, she had a matching drag necklace. Yeah. And it yeah. All, like she basically had like two kind of dinner plates on each ear and then like, yeah, like a kind of almost like a toilet seat cover coming down the front. That it's size wise, not in looks. Yeah. <laughs> and then finally, Tamara... They talked about Tamara's snatch game as Robin Williams a lot. Yeah, I think Alan kind of said it. Oh no, maybe Graham said it the best way. He said, your kind of talents, to start with, your talents seem very out front and obvious, which is you're beautiful. You're large. You can dance and you're like very captivating to look at. But then he's like, what we found out is that you're also funny and insane on top of it. And like kind of a a wild card. And I think he's kind of saying that's the what makes her so special. I think that's true. Cause that's yeah, very she true. does look, she seems very like basic, great and basic, yeah. but then you get to know you're like, Oh no, you're a total weirdo. Yeah, complete weirdo. Um, and right. then, yeah, at that point, <laughs> Alan said he had to check Dua Lipa doesn't have a twin in Hartley pool. <laughs> mm, better. She's a better dancer than Dua Lipa. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So then we bring out the kids photos, props to the department being busy with the color printer. Oh shit, it's not high res. What are we going to do? It doesn't matter. It's from the past. So first up, Michael gets, not Michael, Ginger gets presented with pic of four-year-old Donald. That picture was the cutest thing I've ever seen. Curly hair that Donald. giant curly oh. hair on top of his head. Is it a wig? No. Four-year-old Donald wearing a wig. Maybe. Nah. It's a great lamp in the background of that picture. <laughs> it's one of those lamps that has the kind of... Uh, Little tassel bits, the really little tassel bits at the bottom. And it's a real kind of burgundy is the color I would use for it. Oof. (laughs) Yeah, this frame as well. This is some sparkly. This is a real frame from Boots that's been sprayed. (laughs) Can't really remember what else he said there, but whatever. It was fun. Yeah, I I have to say I did get once we because we basically did critiques. Then we did talk to your younger self. Then we did why should you win? Yeah. Or like, what, how do you feel? So we did We did three rounds of almost the exact same thing here. Yeah, I just merged it all. Yeah. And then we've got Michael as a kid. We've got eight-year-old Michael. Can't remember that picture. His earrings. Oh, yeah. Michael's picture was so sweet. It was like a school picture. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He's got his little gap teeth. That's great. And then finally, we've got Tamara. Tamara's photo is <laughs> phenomenal. It's 10-year-old Thomas, and it's Thomas dressed as Vicky Pollard. Yeah, just so funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh god and then in general they just all love each other yeah we kind of we then go down the line and do the like why should you win and it just is it's just everyone is sweet and nice and i think in terms of like drag race and rue maybe tomorrow's almost too funny and not as emotional as the other two so you kind of already but i think she already knows deep down she's like i'm not gonna yeah she's like yeah sure i know i'm in third place 
Um, and yeah, Ginger and Michael especially give some very like impassioned speeches. But I liked how uh, Tamara ended hers by saying like, I couldn't be happier to share it with any other people apart from these two, you know? Okay, so a little on talk. It's nothing much to go on here, is there? Yeah, this was also just really nice. Yeah. <laughs> Michael says that he's bared everything but his hoop. Yeah, it was a lot of hoop chat. Yeah. Because you know, then Tamara's like, well, I've even bared that. And then he's like, didn't everyone else look so good, all the returning queens? Why have they all waited so long to look that good? <laughs> Fair. Back on the stage, Danny Beard returns. Yeah. Fun. I fun. kind of forgot that Danny won last year because yeah. my brain has been so reset by a new season. Well, you know, I don't remember anyone. No, of course not. So wearing a black and white checkered look. Yeah. And then she's got the really fun uh, throne on like a, a riser next to the stage. <laughs> riser. A, lit, a spotlit throne that Danny gets to sit on. Yeah. She's wearing this kind of houndstooth dress, but underneath it is a full like black sparkly like body stocking. It's really interesting. She's wearing her crown. Yeah, she looks great. Rue says, does it give you PS- PTSD walking down the runway again? And she, Danny says, it's either Ricketts PTSD or I had good night last night. <laughs> great. It's like, yep, wonderful. Great. Um, also, it's worth noting how fun and insane the queens look standing at the back of the stage. The ones you can see in the shot when someone's standing in the middle is Vicky next to Dee Dee, who both look like they're, I think, either getting married or getting married in the 80s. And then Kate <laughs> and her giant hat and then Banksy in that kind of very skimpy, like, fly outfit. And they're, like, 10 feet tall. It looks very odd. It's a strange it's a strange mon- montage of motif. Um, so, yes. So, Rue announces that uh, Tamara is in third place. And that means that Michael and Ginger are going to lip sync for the crown to... A little respect oh, to me. Terrible. I like the song. I know, but for a lip sync, it's so like yeah. mid-tempo. So it's Ginger's first and last lip sync, yeah. he says. Um, Michael says he's going to piss all over the stage. <laughs> I do like how his outfit had a very clear, like, at the beginning, just truly was just like, do 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 Gone. I'm in a bodysuit. Yes. But still had the Dilophosaurus. Mm-hmm. Am I saying the right dinosaur? I mean, it doesn't matter. Dinosaurs never walk this earth. Ben. What? It does matter if we're talking what? about Jurassic fucking Park, okay? Okay. What's the what's <laughs> the the best dinosaur in Jurassic Park? I mean, that's... <laughs> we're all gonna... You just go, Google best dinosaur in Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. It Dilophosaurus. Okay, great. Right. Thank God for that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Mike Ginger's sort of giving actual singer vibes. Yeah. Taking it quite seriously and emotionally. Yeah. I noticed. I felt like they were both very evenly matched. Yeah. And then they both did an air kind of air what was it? Air organ <laughs> air, in the middle. Air keyboard. <laughs> air keyboard, yeah, you're right. That's Michael's what it was. definitely using different levels. Yeah. I really wanted Michael to, to do a big jump and break his hip. <laughs> Really go out with a bang. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I kind of needed. Yeah. For me. Yeah. I, well, I blame the song for that. I felt like there wasn't, there's no like big moment in that song where you mm. can really, there's no crescendo of that song. It's just literally like. I feel like how I feel about. Um, spin me right round. Spin me right round about that song. It's too, it's too at that tone that I don't find fun. Okay. I like, I like, I like erasure. So then who wins? So it's down to those final two. Mike, Mike Maruli. Mike and Ginger. And Jean-Jay. And the winner is fucking Ginger. She wins. 
Bloody ginger wings. I actually thought it was going to be Michael. So did I. Um, but I was... again, I think because we've just created our own narrative yes. on this podcast. And I couldn't, I was saying to Teddy, because he has not watched the whole season and he was kind of asking. And I said, honestly, if, if tomorrow won, I'd be just as happy. I was like, if any single one of them won, I'm, I feel nothing but the same amount of like yeah. love for each of them. So it was actually a very relaxing final to watch because I didn't have any kind of fear about unjust winnings or, yeah. or unjust losings. I felt like they all, all three of them won. Is that really cheesy? Oh, wow. Do you know who I think won? Us. Us. We did win. We did win. What a fun season. Good season. Strong. Solid. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I really feel like tomorrow I'm going to like, I'm going to like text you tomorrow and say, name one person from the season of Drag Race that we just watched. And you'll be like, like uh, oh, that one with the, the eclair. Yeah, you'd be like, what? Yeah. yeah I don't know. Vicky Scone. Vicky Scone. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Well, congrats, Ginge. Congrats, Ginge. We did it. Good season. We are going to get back to our regular episodes, You're Welcome, America. And I've also, we've been pitching this one to a while to each other. We've got another spin off in mind for yep. New Year, haven't we? Yes. Little, a little fun one. What? Why are you giving me that look? I couldn't remember what we talked about. We'll talk about it offline. Don't I'll worry. Give, should I give you a clue? Oh no, I was about to give you, I was about to sing Kelly Osbourne, Shut Up, and that's not the right clue at all. Well, now I know what you're talking about. But that's not what I'm talking about. I know, but because even though it's not what you're talking about, I now know, I now remember what you said. Okay, there's a fun that, clue. Uh, that offbeat clue reminded me of what we actually talked <laughs> oh, about. Oh God, okay. It's because of the music video and there's the, it's the exact same like. Setup. Setup, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our Drag Race UK recaps. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Give us a shout on Instagram. Do all your bits and pieces. And we'll be back very soon with yeah. Your Welcome America. And if you just joined us for, for just Drag Race, listen to some of our real wonderful quality material that we put out about, you know, Sainsbury's <laughs> and, you know, Katie Price. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff in there. It's good stuff. And do you know what? You're welcome. Goodbye. You are right up May Street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go by Toyota. Sponsors T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13. I remember we couldn't remember the word for table.